You're listening to the Quince podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Offscreen. Today we're in conversation with the director of films like Kosa ka Ghosla, Oi Lucky Lucky Oi, Love Sex or Dhoka and most recently Ghost Stories. That is Dibakar Banerjee. Hi Dibakar. Thank you for having me. And uh, I want to start by asking you that uh, you've described yourself as a marginal filmmaker, hmm. right? So since the time you made Kosa ka Ghosla to now, how has the ecosystem evolved if it has to sustain a filmmaker like you <clears throat> interesting i mean when uh, kosla kosla happened uh, by the time it came out it took about 2 3 years so it started around 2003 by the time it came out it was 2006 it happened out of innocence and around 2003 there existed an idea that now has come a time for new kind of films marginally mm-hmm. and since i was who i was never really into the star system and when the producer contacted me and when the story became about a middle-aged man i really couldn't cast you know forget shahrukh khan i really mm. couldn't cast uh, anybody else who was a little less well known and little less of a star but still a young you they know, wouldn't be willing to age for the yeah but it wouldn't be i mean i wouldn't have wanted to okay. i would have liked so the story the time the fact that i came from delhi and the producer and jaydeep sani the writer wanted a film that kind of we all wanted in our heads we did it out of a certain kind of innocence mm-hmm. and a lack of knowledge our innocence our lack of knowledge and naivety was exposed to us when we finished the film and we took about 2 years to get it to release which is what convinced me about the marginality about of my exist, existence and mm-hmm. i realized that i was not mainstream right for example in my advertising filmmaking life i am mainstream i'm mm-hmm. making whatever anybody else is making yeah. i'm not really advertising any marginal brands as such there are none <clears throat> so but in my feature filmmaking life my choice of stories and my choice of the actors that act in them generally leads to the existence on the margins of the mainstream now that happened in khosla ghosla once khosla ka ghosla released and after release came on television and once filmmakers like anurag kashyap or vishal bhardwaj or many other such filmmakers zoya akhtar were by chance making their breakout films around that time i saw makbul in 2005 when khosla ka ghosla was still looking for release and i remember calling up my wife and said that if makbul can release khosla will release all these filmmakers who by chance without having known each other without being a product of history and their times kind of came together kind of they didn't even come together i mean the films happened the film just happened happen. it's just real history hmm. real social change happening in front of us that led to a belief around 2007 or 8 that uh, a new dawn has come which led to rapid green lighting of oil lucky and lsd and shanghai and it went fat 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 till so it was much easier for it those was, it was slightly easier what also happened at that point was as the margin was threatening to become the mainstream the mainstream saw the threat and i don't think it is by coincidence that it is around 2008 or 9 that the 100 crore club started being talked about because that was the time when the mainstream media the star system and the mainstream filmmaking industry came together 
in a way where the amount of money that a film makes started becoming an adjunct to how an audience should see the film right i don't find it a coincidence at all that this is the time when big banking big capital and big consumerism reached its zenith or mm-hmm. nadir however you want to call it and i don't find it surprising at all that around 2008 is when we saw the massive crash hmm. and this is the time when again by historical coincidence small town india was coming on its own hmm. because from the 90s the kind of economic liberalization that india had gone on to had by the time filtered into the small towns and the that had led to multiplexes and that had led to malls and that had led to a new wave of consumerism and that had led to the small town which was always thought of as a small town mm-hmm. come into the forefront mm. into the national zeitgeist when that happened so more films to cater to that <clears throat> the the celebrity star the celebrity star magazine the celebrity star gossip world the celebrity star gossip uh, website and <coughs> the media personalities and the columnists came together and bollywood ensured that it through politics through its collusion into politic politics through its collusion into branding and advertising that was the time when suddenly you saw all the big stars getting into advertising and they became the face of many of the brands that were in the national mainstream mm-hmm. <clears throat> so celebrity worship richness worship power worship money worship brands consumerism capitalism kind of came together into a focus peak and i think when that happened and when small town india kind of you know drunk in that dream somewhere around 2000, 2012 or 13 the new wave dream started going slightly sort of you know into its back alleys and i think by the time 2016 and 17 happened we had come around to a full circle where the kind of films that we wanted to make were becoming more and more difficult to make because our survival essentially depended on the first two days right and our film since it didn't have stars and it does not have the kind of pulling power and the making power and the money power which we i don't want as a filmmaker uh led to us almost being snuffed out mm-hmm. because if you don't make it in those two days the system actively pushes it out propagated an ecosystem where either you make all your money in those two days or four days and therefore you can put out those ads that we've had an 80 crore weekend or that crore weekend and then you can go out and see at the same time overpopulation in the cities and the sheer trouble of going and seeing a film and ticket prices and the ruinous taxation on theatrical distribution and theatrical exhibition made it very difficult for a film to turn out profits mm-hmm. which is why many of the studios went penny up but the reason why i said i was marginal was that from 2006 onwards to 2016 17 either we were on the margin and i was on the margin fighting to get in or i was being pushed out into the margin or as is now i have realized that i'm very happy being in the margin hmm. and i will be my lot to remain on the margin forever which is why yesterday when somebody was saying your graph is going down i said wait i have yet to go submarine and that's right. why that's how you'll see me so uh that's 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 why i've described myself as a marginal as a marginal filmmaker. filmmaker 
But how have the, I mean, so in this time, how have the actors changed? Like when you go to them, are there, are there, are there still this, the same kind of questions on commercial viability or is there a genuine interest to do something that's different? That's improved a lot. That's improved a lot. Fortunately, that's improved a lot. From 2006 or 7 to now, today, has been because of the movie. actors that we took as unknown actors in our films who have later sort of, you know, made really big like Rajkumar Yadav or mm-hmm. Nawaz or whoever it is. Ayushman like Richard Chadda, like Aishman Khurana and all these people who are like the people next door and who've made it. And I call it the dark skin invasion hmm. because uh, we always had fair skinned and well muscled sort of, you know, leading men. And now Samle Log bhi are. Hai. So I find it a real nice sort of, you know, genetic mix. Hmm. So uh, that I also uh, blunt featured and not aquiline noses. You know, right. so that you also look like real people. So yeah. not real people. Uh, you think aquiline nose people are not real? No, no. As in, it's I just meant, what uh, I, no, I meant, what do you mean is a real representation of who we are as yeah, a society? Yeah, you know? yeah. And also, uh, everybody's not worked out and sort of, you know... Yeah, I mean, so I meant something to relate to, like people who look like one of us. Yeah. But the thing is that there are two kinds of films. There are one kind of film, there is one kind of film that you want to relate to and there is one kind of film which you want to watch as a spectacle yeah. and aspiration. So that doesn't change. But the actor situation is really, really improved. The actress situation still has sort of, you know, ways oh, to go. That but as feminism it? picks up, as the last possible social movement of the earth before it implodes... Hmm. Maybe we'll see that as well. But okay, so something like a ghost story is on an ODT platform. This is freeing for you, right? This is something that's giving no doubt. you. No this doubt. is something that's taking off that whole box office pressure no off you, right? No doubt. No doubt. This is actually a kind of a, as an Iraq put it, that Netflix is like home to him. I don't think I'll call anything my home because I'm forever a wanderer. Mm. But the fact is that uh, we couldn't have imagined ghost stories to survive as a theatrical. Uh, format because the fact that you can go and see a film you'll have to see it whole but the fact that you can see a film which is a film with big actors or medium actors or whatever with good directors you can see it you can close it like a book go to sleep next day pick it up again whenever you want to Hmm. compare the four stories have a chat on your whatsapp or whatever it is as to who's better who's right this wasn't possible 10 years ago this is democratization this is internet this is the web this is how it's supposed to be but if we let the web environment to be beholden to celebrity craze and to fair skins craze same, uh, and money no. craze and richness craze, then we'll have the same situation all over again and it will implode pretty much like the theatrical scene is imploding upon itself. Except the top biggest stars right. who will always be there. It will repeat itself in the same manner that it did in film. Well, but we hope that it doesn't. Thank you for speaking with us. Thank you. Thank you so Thank you. Thank you. So that's all for today. And if you like this podcast, do check out more on Apple, Google Podcasts, GeoSavan, Spotify, or any other platform we're on right now. And please do subscribe to the platform of your choice to keep listening. If you have any feedback, you can reach out to me on at nandkumar underscore 27 on Instagram and Twitter, or you can drop me a mail on nandkumar.ramohan at thequin.com. Have a great week and see you next time.